Welcome to the Ain't Shit Show. We're here. Uh, we are the... Uh, we're the... It's we're the two, Ding Dang. The Ding Dang Ain't Shit Show. It's two fat yeah, guys. It's ding ding. Two, two fat guys in, in black tank tops. Fucking, uh... <laughs> Talk, talking about, uh, uh... Fucking how we gotta invent, like, 14 words, but you put Ding Dang in there and you make it leftist somehow. I think that's, that was what we were trying to do earlier. I don't know. It was, it was weird. We were talking about leftist, how... Leftist 14 words sounds like a real thing that's going to happen on Twitter pretty soon. <laughs> it's going to be like uh, the, the, the Pog police crew are going to come up with some weird saying and somebody's going to count as like, you know how many words are in that? Just fucking things. <laughs> Funny, interesting little bit there. You know what's weird? It's... I, I was... We were saying earlier, but like I'm really good at understanding racism because I'm very I'm still very much connected to the to the stupid guy part of my brain right like I never let it go there's still like it's there right and I use it more like in fact I use stupid guy brain more than I use like my actual real brain in my day-to-day life mostly because I work online and like that serves me better because then I know not to take because I understand the absurdity of like I don't know, not just racism, but just, like, any bigoted opinion. It literally comes from stupid guy brain. It's 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 all stupid guy brain. It's all stupid guy brain all the way down. And, like, it's, it's a shame because, like, stupid guy brain is not inherently evil, right? In fact, it's, like, a very good thing. We need to foster stupid guy brain, in my humble opinion. We need more stupid guy brain. Oh, I we think just we need... got plenty of that. Well, like, I don't know how to... It's not, like, stupid guy brain is what we need. I think it's more or less... We need not... We need more whimsy, man. (laughs) That's that's what it is. Here's what what happens with racism. Is you get stupid guy brain, and then they start trying to put smart guy brain onto the foundational thoughts of stupid guy brain, and then they like, okay, well, in order to prove my, my stupid hypothesis, what if I started, like cross-referencing skull measurements or blood quanta or some fucking arbitrary determinants. I don't know. They're fucking I saw, dumb. I saw someone had invented uh, time phrenology recently. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it was very, it was, like, it was kind of wild to me, but it was essentially, like, breaking up the, like, the way your brain experiences time in different ways like time working time playing time all this like and the the length at which your brain experiences the qualia that is experiencing in that like time that you're feeling and like they're essentially saying that like certain certain higher mind individuals like can max out their play experience time and minimize their work time based entirely on like qualiatic experience and i was just like this is just time it's time for knowledge it's <laughs> yeah this is like did they just like you know like they're like you know uh, if you're a notebook nerd like some people i've heard about not me but a lot of people who get and like oh yeah i'm doing my like they, they come with some dumb name like uh, g g g getting stuff gsd system or something but it's just to-do lists yeah but, yeah, uh, yeah. So it sounds like, yeah, like, that's time management. That's just 
kind of the basics. <laughs> like, you know, your only thing you really have control over is your time and how you use it. So if you start, like, I don't know. If you, if you can take control of your time a, and you have more control of your life. But they of course, they find a way to be racist about it. Yeah, they're just like, they're like, yeah, certain individuals. And it's weird because I was trying to explain to people that, like, the route of racism is no longer race. It's no longer race-based. It's identity-based, right? It's like you can just kind of pick and choose. Like, racism nowadays has moved beyond, like, white people and, and like, people who aren't white and is now moving towards a more, like, spiritual, if you're not with us, you're against us type movement. Oh, I know. Eventually right? they're going to change yeah. the B and LGBT to black. <laughs> Jesus Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, I don't know, but listen, I'm going to... It's a queer identity <laughs> and racist yeah, <laughs> I saw a TikTok like that, and it fucked me up because I wasn't sure how to feel about it because I don't know how much... I don't know how much stuff... Like, here's the thing. I know that, like, identitarianism and, like, the way that... The way that identities are processed and created in America are inherently tied in with, like, class and culture and a bunch of other shit that makes it impossible for you to access stuff that you normally should be able to access. So, like, some identity politics in those, in, like, especially, like, liberation identity politics is not only important, it's the basis by which you, like, free and liberate homies by making them aware that our class interests are aligned. But, okay, beyond all that, right? One of the things that they were saying is that, like, black and brown in America is an otherized identity. Therefore, if you're black and brown, you're queer. And I was like, yo, I don't... Wait, that, was wait, the hold logic. On. that was the logic <laughs> yeah. I was thinking you would yeah, hypothetically no. apply people, in the joke. But of course somebody... People, yeah, joke. somebody's... They're doing it right now on TikTok, like, unironically. And it... I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one. That one is, uh... That one kind of erases a, a huge chunk of people when you do shit like that. I don't know how I feel about that, I but I don't a know. Substantial I, portion of the black community that might not appreciate it. <laughs> homophobia. I do agree that like homophobia in like even like the Latino and black community. Like like speaking from the Latino community, like I really can't speak on. I mean, I can, but not like as a black person I can speak on my views that I've seen on the outside of it but essentially like the homophobia that exists amongst Latino people and like just otherized people is more or less like it's one of those things where like you have to be masculine you have to there are very clear gender roles in society because they're imposed on you and it's like an old head thing where they like tell you you have to be this way because they'll kill you if you don't and then it, it gets internalized, and it's like, if you aren't this way, then we'll fucking kill you. I'll fucking kill you. Because, you know, it'd rather me kill you than, you know, someone else. And it's, like, very internalized and fucked up. And it, all it does is serve to, like, fuck people's lives up. So, I like, I, I understand where they're coming from. It's just short-sighted. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's cowardly, in my opinion. It's like, well, I wasn't even thinking the, about the homophobia. I was just thinking... People just might not appreciate if you're like, you're black? That's fucking gay. That's fucking gay, dude. Like, hey, come on. Hey, whoa, dude. Come on, man. Hey, man. I didn't, you know what? I didn't not even think about it like that. Not there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> uh, I like 
I like calling things gay negatively. I, yeah, it's, I think brought it's, it back as a society. It's been interesting to see the the way that the society sorted itself out with there was the whole push. <laughs> it's like we can't say bitch no more. That's fucking gendered language, man. Mm-hmm. And, and and no more no more homophobic slurs. It's like, but they're the best ones. Phonetic. I don't know. <laughs> I think what I like the reason why I like calling things gay negatively is because when you say something is gay and if someone were to get mad at you and call you out on it you can always default and be like actually like I'm saying that it's homosexual like if you got any attached baggage to it that's on you kind of sounds like you're the homophobe here right <laughs> like right I said I said that two dudes kissing is fucking gay dude but when I said that I meant you know what I'm saying like it's a homophobic or it's it's a homosexual act Whatever negative feelings you have about that, you should you should really examine that. You know, <laughs> that's that's the genius. That's the beauty of what I'm bringing to the table here, right? <laughs> I just like that we need slurs that indicate not to indicate a, a, a perceived lack of character or some kind of weakness or cowardice <laughs> or integrity, and we can't just go around like you fucking craven. People are just yeah, yeah, that's that's weird. On Elm Street or something. <laughs> well, I, I think well. like one of the frustrating things that I have a problem with is the R word. Because I don't have any problem with it. I know you. I know out, you don't. I comes out pretty easily. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to say it less because I understand that it hurts people's feelings. And then, like, listen, the ancient show is. It's a fucking podcast that doesn't mean anything, right? Like, but I am trying to eventually sell this, and that that can eventually fuck me up. So I don't want to say it on, you know what I mean? It's a, I it's a marketing decision. It <laughs> it's you know, a marketing I got, decision. I just for me. want to apologize to the retarded community for the horrible <laughs> things I've said in the past on the internet. Please, please, <laughs> please, please stop, bro. I'm, I'm gonna stop. If, stop you. I'm sorry Listen. if you took my words the wrong way and misunderstood <laughs> what was said in affection and jest. Honestly, please. it's your fault for being offended, but I'm sorry you took it that way. See, when you do that, when you turn my own gay joke like against me in that way, I don't. It makes me realize how problematic I am. And I don't like it. All right. I was just trying to. <laughs> no, I know. I, was I know. My fake <laughs> apology out in advance. <laughs> I get that, but it like, you know what I mean? It shows. It shows a little bit of peek behind the mask, and I don't like it. Right? Like a little darko slips out, and I, and I, I, I begin to understand the depth of my own fucking sickness. But <laughs> I thought it might be fun actually to do an inter like episode where I'm interview just just with darkos. <laughs> an interview with dark. It's. It would just be, like, you know what? Uh, Ivy nailed it on the head because I never thought about it. Because I always thought, well, like, Darkos just just evil Marcos. But the reality of like, I'm actually wildly complicated. My my views on like what is good and what is bad, is very weird, right? Like, there's no. I don't. I don't have like a moral gray area. So when she said that Darkos, isn't really evil. He's just such a pure salesman. That he's willing to sell to any, like sell anything to anyone, it nailed me right on the head because I was like, "Fuck, I never thought about that." But that is that is what I use Darkos for. Like that's why I I, I keep him in a cage, and yeah, you know, like it's because I need it. I need to be able to sell things to people. I need to be able to lie and cheat and deceit, be well, deceitful. And you know what I mean? Like I need to be able to do these things. 
I know, and turn them on and off. about it the wrong way. First of all, there is already the greatest salesman. And he's all you need. His name is J.R. Bob Dobbs. Somebody.com, folks. You don't need Darkos. You just need Bob. Because Bob is a darker than Darkos. But he's also lighter than your lightest part. He's... His, he, Lycos? Yeah, Lycos. Which is still <laughs> around, one. I found out the other day. You know what else is around and actually very good is Alta Vista. Alta Vista. Alta Vista is okay if you're looking for porn. It's actually very good for porn, but so that's about all it's good for. Plus, that one that everybody tried to get me on. It was like, it's, it's better than Google. It's got privacy. Duck, 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 go. duck go. Yeah, everything, every search result I type in just brings up porn. Now, maybe that's some of the stuff I'm searching for. I don't know. But <laughs> a lot of it shouldn't yes. really probably bring up porn. I guess it's nice to be able to find it easily. You're if like I, clown shoes. And you're like, well, looks like it's time to check off. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't really mind so much of it. That, that's not one I'd complain about. <laughs> oh, man. I think uh, I was talking to somebody recently. Like, I was doing, I, I got real coomer brain with a friend of mine recently because I was talking to them about, like, that I don't use Google to search for, like, porn. And they're like, what do you use? And I'm like, I use, like, tube aggregators and they're like what the fuck is a tube aggregator and i'm like so like there's these giant there's these like they're like tube sites that aggregate just tons and tons and tons of like video like anything tagged pornog porn or anything like that right and they're just they're essentially they just like it's like an api that scrolls and rips all the fucking data regarding like um what is that called like all the tagging information. So it lists it out for you. It's really nice. Like it's really useful. Like if you just want to look at one thing, that's the way you do it, right? And then like, but I was like, there's actually really cool ones now that have like AI integrations that can visually see the thumbnail and then tag it. So you don't have to. So it makes your results more accurate. And then we're talking about this and then the guy was just like, this is fucking incredible. Like, why do you know this? And I'm like, because I'm very serious about my nut bust. All right. <laughs> I'm extremely that's, well yeah, organized. <laughs> that's way more complicated than what I do, which is where I just, like, find the e-girl, get her at, put it into Google, then type, like, many, many, only fans, leak, many vids, leak. You fucking scumbag just pay for it, man. Just pay for it, I've dude. I've never paid for good. pornography in my That's life. That's crazy. That is crazy to me because I'll I I'll shell out if it's good. I'll shell out for it. I'm willing. If to, it's like, but I haven't found. I'll pay for pornography. I'm down to do it once in my life if it's sufficiently good. But like you know, there's actual prostitutes out there, so I don't understand why. Not I'm in just... my not in not in. Well, first first off, I do it better than any anyone I could pay money to. That's that's the reality. Well, yeah, of it, but right? you know, everyone's now. Not to, I heard from a guy. That, <laughs> Some guy that I know. Bang fours, and he said, <laughs> "Sometimes you know you got a few spare bucks." And it's Tuesday well, so, morning, also, you just got off your overnight shift. 
Yeah, some guy that it's I know. It's a great way to meet some great way to meet you know somebody who maybe she could also hook you up with drugs later down the line <laughs> until her you know pay as you go cell phone number gets connected and you never disconnected you never hear from her again. <laughs> I um my experience with that is actually so usually the most I think the most people that I pay for are people that are like are friends of mine because I'm just supporting them. She's like, yeah, I'll throw you five bucks. It's no, seriously. It's like, yeah, I'll throw you five bucks because I'm I have a very niche, a very niche tastes, right? And it's because of what happened was in 2015, I was just fucking scrolling, like a you know porn, like a normal person, and I happened upon something called Maguro Busan, who is a Japanese pornography director, and he creates. He changed my life. He made it. It changed me. I can't. I'm not a. I can't nut to normal stuff anymore. I can't. I'm not regular. I, my life is fucked up. I'm. I'm in this like. I. I literally have a Japanese bank account to pay. For, videos that are only that are content locked to Japan, and I have to use a VPN, and I don't speak Japanese to watch these videos. So I have to like navigate them every time, in Japanese. So I now functionally taught myself how to read Japanese pornography words, but I don't know what any of them means. I just Google recognize... Google Translate's pretty good. Nah, I, you, can't, you can't use Google Translate on a lot of these things because they're, like, not set up for that. <laughs> they're, like, they're not, like, HTML or, like, oh. it's hard to explain, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not, they're not regular sites. They're very difficult to parse. And, like, now I know what, like, certain squigglies mean, so I know what to look for. So I don't... <laughs> Right, so I don't know what any of the I don't know I couldn't tell you how to pronounce any of these words or what these words mean, but I've literally looked by being able to like look at the squiggles and being like, Yeah, these squiggles correlate with this, I've now know what I'm looking for. And so like I can read I know what his name is now. Like when I see the squiggles, I'm like, Oh, that's a Magarobusan joint. I'm down, right? <laughs> yeah, it I'm obsessed with it. It's like and you know it's like interesting. So you read like, Japanese like most Americans read English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially, yes. I don't know what it is, but I, I get I get it, right? <laughs> I recognize these squiggles tell me certain information. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's deeply it's one of my most like shameful coomer brained things that I do. But I'm it's like giving me a whole different perspective on pornography, I think. All because the glories like, of techno capital are driven by shameful coomer brained behavior. <laughs> yeah, this is absolutely true. I think that's one of the reasons why I talk about like my own personal desires and stuff so frequently is because I want to normalize it. Right? I think that like normalizing desire and where things come from and why they are the way that they are is like a good it's a good opportunity to show people that they're like that some of their more darker desires that they think that are just them and like alienating them is actually a common thread for humanity. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a good thing. I think that's not a bad thing. Although if you are like, I do feel like one of the weirder things to me that people just readily fucking uh, like they'll just admit to and you, you couldn't get me to fucking admit to it. It's just like violent fantasies. Like, lots of people have lots of violent fantasies that I can't admit relate to. with. 
No, no, it relate to. Like oh, I, I can't no. relate. <laughs> me, either. me, me. <laughs> God damn it! No, I mean, I think it's a difference in context, right? Because like, I, don't know, I grew up pretty fucking violently, and like, violence is extremely distasteful. Right? I'm not a, I'm not a fan of it. I don't like it. It's not, it's not for me, right? And that kind of like, violence, makes me. F- it like it's a visceral feeling of like fear. Like I don't like it. it makes me extremely uncomfortable so like i couldn't possibly have it in a fan like a fanat like in a fantasy because it like feels it's it hurts it feels weird i like because i understand the weight of violence so whereas saying- i think that yeah like i think most people don't right like i think that they mm-hmm. don't have like they i don't know they haven't experienced intense fucking violence you know what i'm saying like they've seen it on tv they watch it in movies. They've read about it. They've, you know what I mean. They've experienced it second or even third hand. Like they're not. It's not out. They can't smell the blood. They can't fucking smell the fucking. The, uh, they don't feel the adrenaline in their veins. They don't. They don't understand what any of that shit feels like. And it's not for me. It's not a good feeling. It's a bad feeling. So like. I think we should check the pornography searches of people returning from Iraq and see if that holds true. <laughs> Okay, maybe I'm just built different then, dude. If that's I the hope, case. I think so. <laughs> I think you're just I, what could be accused of a... You could be accused of decency. But that's, that's kind of a <laughs> funny phrase, isn't it? <laughs> also, you in a Japanese apartment right now? No, this is my this is my office. Oh, so, okay. like, okay. I'm in my I'm in my front I'm in my front room, right? But I like I because I I recently my my brother came back. And he was like, hey, you remember that, that room I said you could have for your office? Yeah, I'm going to need that back. And so I had to, like, figure out a new way to get an office. So I, this is my new office. It's just a fucking Japanese those opening gates. You know, I got this from was from Ruben, and it's full of, like, wine stains. And she- <laughs> Dude, Ruben drinks like a, man, I love that guy, right? But he drinks like such an asshole. He's such a dickhead about the way that he drinks, right? Because, like... If I, if the way that I drink, right, the way that I have a fucking, you know, if I feel like going on a sick one and going on a bender, I'll just go buy like two thirty-two, two, you know what I'm saying, like two thirty-two ounces, and then you know, see, so that's my start, and I'll see where I go from there, right? By the end of the night, maybe four or five forties, and I'm fucking blackout drunk and throwing up somewhere, right? And that's, that's a, that's a, that's a regular working class way to fucking get drunk and hammered and like be a normal. You know what I mean? Like, be normal about it. Yeah. Ruben will drink, will go to the go to the liquor store, buy a bottle of soju, or a bo- like like a or a very expensive wine, and he'll drink three of them. Right? Like, what a, what an asshole way to get drunk. Like, that's. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, going to a bar and ordering a Chardonnay, like that's fucking. What are you doing, dude? Just. <laughs> Just I don't drink. know, sounds kind of cool. I mean, I've, it's, I've, been, I've also been on the, like, oop, 340s train. You know, that's, that's a pretty good night. Some people yeah, yeah. stop it, too. But, you know, I feel like, you know, six. I like a six-pack because kind of want the oh, seventh Six-pack is one. great. No, I want a seventh yeah. one. I'll, I'll, do pack. Do I'll do a 12-pack. I'll do a 12-pack. I've done yeah, more 12 than packs a 12-pack, nice. but I, I, I can stop there. If I drink a 12-pack, I'm going to be in trouble. I've been trying to if I have a whole beer. I do drink if I, too. if I have a whole weekend I'll drink like a 30 rack of like 
just cheap rot gut because it's it's like water it's like just extra it's just water it's like hoppy water and I'm okay with that so I have a bit of I a want. drinking problem so I don't I try not to drink <laughs> that much these days <laughs> uh, it's, it's I have a my fucking problem that I have and I feel like I was mad embarrassed by this right because I went my mom has a like a lung specialist he's actually a pretty cool guy he's a dickhead but he's also a cool guy like he's one of those things where I have to like be like yo dickhead you it's your job to make sure that my mom doesn't die like it's not my job it's your job right so that's but other than that he's actually kind of a cool guy but every now and then i have to remind him hey we're not friends i'm paying you you shit dick you know like you know what i'm saying i'm paying you to make sure that she keeps breathing that's this is the extent of our friendship but every now and then we're talking about he's like oh yeah you know you got to really try and work on your mom's weight you got to get it down and i so i was like yeah we're we're all on diets and we're all like i've like i've been running and i've been like working out and i've been trying to take her along with me but you know she has good days and bad days and then he goes like yeah he's like you you're like a big guy he's like you're like a big buff guy what do you like you do you like go to the gym a lot or i'm like no i actually run a lot because like i am like a big guy and i don't want to be a big guy i want to be a small guy so i run a lot and then he goes like what do you think is causing your weight loss or like your weight gain because like you look bigger like you look bigger than the last time i saw you not fatter but just like bigger what do you think's causing your like weight gain and i was like honestly it's my diet man like i just i got a bad diet and he's like well like do you drink is that what it is because like yeah, that makes sense if you drink and you work out and you know that the goes somewhere and i'm like no it's it's not drinking and then he goes like what is it and i'm like pop tarts and he was like what the fuck <laughs> and i was like yeah i can't i've it's sweets it's like pop tarts and chips and little tiny you know what i mean i i can't fucking say no to them and my mom refuses to not buy them right i've told her like hey can we just not have them in the house because it's like it's like if if i'm if i'm a recovering crack addict then you just have crack all over the table you know what i'm saying you just keep it there and you're like well just help yourself and it's like i'm in recovery bitch right <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like i'm trying not to help myself right <laughs> like that's that's what i think <laughs> you don't understand it's a problem right it's an actual fucking it's an issue for me i don't want to fucking do that and that's that's what i'm going through like and it's stupid and so i can't well, who am i gonna what am i gonna go to a fucking alcoholics anonymous or a drug you know what i'm saying be like yeah my problem is pop tarts and sugary shit right it's pathetic dude. <laughs> It's fucking, it's worse. It's like, yo, okay, hi, my name's Marcos, and I'm addicted to McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? It is pathetic. However, it's also, I mean, straight up sugar is like heroin tier addictive. And we do live in a society of fatty fat fats who just yeah. shoving sugar into their mouths all day long and put lots of it in everything. And then we, instead of doing anything about it, we just try to be like, well, actually, I'm beautiful. <laughs> I've worked out like, like a yeah, crazy I'm not person. I'm trying to be like I'm not trying to be like you know it's hard. Sometimes. It's nothing inherently <laughs> wrong with some thickness, but yeah, we look our our scale. The scale is tipped too far towards the fat end. I meant like yeah. the scale in like a, but also the scales that you fucking stand on. <laughs> I, and I'm I, saying this is a fatty fat fat. Who's no? I I get it, man. Trying to get we're down big, to just drinking coffee and water. Oh, that's Im yeah it's impossible for me i drink coffee and i need fucking i need i drink lots of diets diet soda and diet shit because i don't i'm afraid of like the sugar it's it's so stupid but i'm afraid of the long-term effects of diabetes 
killing me because like that's killing most of my family at this point but like aspartame is probably giving me fucking colon polyps and i, yeah. and I just and i'm just but i don't see them so it's fine right like, <laughs> it's fine it's whatever dude i don't i don't care man <laughs> it's, it's fucked up i got it's such a stupid brain into your cancer yeah. <laughs> in my fucking ass tumor that i got for <laughs> no i legitimately it's I got such a fucking stupid brain. Like, I, I'm trading off dumb shit for dumb shit. Like, one of the things that recently got me fucking mad depressed is my VO2 max health is not very good. And, like, that's something that doesn't matter, man. Like, I was like, man, I was, like, so fucking... I'm mad at myself because it's, like, I can't get it to normal. It's at low, right? It used to be at extremely low. Then I started running more often, and then it moved up. Now it's just regular at low. And the first time I've, like, moved it up, that high and now i'm at like the cusp of low and regular and i've been fucking training and training and training and training and it's not doing shit and i've been mad about it like it's fucking frustrating it's infuriating because i the other day i I did a personal record i ran six miles and i did it in an hour and a half which is fucking crazy for me that is a crazy like that's in crazy that's crazy fast and crazy long and i ran my usual tactic when I run like that is I'll run for I'll run for like 15 minutes and then I'll walk for three and recently I've been like like increasing that where I was running for 20 minutes and then I'd walk for three but this last six mile thing that I did I just ran the entire time which is fucking crazy for me to like I you know I didn't stop to walk or I didn't stop to I just ran for an hour and a half straight a man at 300, like, 345 pounds should not be able to do that. Do you understand? <laughs> like, my knees should have exploded. My ankles should have popped right off of my body. My hips should have fucking shot off of me. I should not have been able to do that. And I did. And I wasn't too sore. And I didn't feel like I was going to die. And I had a nice chill run the whole way through. That should tell me in my fucking brain. Like, that should, that literally should tell me, hey, Marcos, you're in decent shape man like even though you're a fat little piggy you're fucking that's that's good shape that's good shit man that's pretty good and yeah and i looked at my like i looked at my watch and it was like vo2 max low and i'm like oh you fat bitch (laughs) you fat little fuck (laughs) i don't know how good the vo sensor on the apple watch is you know and they got i I get that maybe it's better I get that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I let I let the dumb number fucking overtake the reality. Is the point of my? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it depressed me, and it's depressed me so much that I haven't gone running since. Like, I I just I'm like oh, I'll just keep I'll just start working out, doing push-ups at home and shit. So I've been doing that, and it's not improving. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I let stupid number get into my brain and fucking fuck up good progress you, you know what I'm, like that's that's a dumb that's a dumb guy brain that's a stupid guy brain right. that's but yeah. you, you're, gonna, you're gonna have 24 you think there's a guy out there who doesn't have any dumb guy brain it's just like 24 <laughs> 7 all of his decisions their decisions just come right out as pristine it's like always it's, smart guy brain most people are fucking so don't it's, it's fate it's fates fates is the is the smart guy brain <laughs> It's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair, dude. It's not fair that I, of all the people, I know that guy, and it's <laughs> he's constantly making smart guy fucking moves constantly, and it's it's not fair, man. No, it's kidding. Okay, 
Well, other than deep fates. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, fucking, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, man. It's deep fates and who else? I'm trying to think who else is mad successful in, in our little podcast group. There's t- so many, so many people are mad successful, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how well, everyone's popping off. Yeah, there's you. You you're a homeowner technically, right? <laughs> like, no, that's, I'm just dating you know, a homeowner. That's still that's still a fucking whole league better than I me, live dude. With one. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> you're an entire fucking you understand you're at a much higher echelon than I'll ever be right now. Right? <laughs> that's you're you popping off, dude. Abandon your responsibilities, which is what I generally advise to most people. That's how <laughs> that's how I made my millions. Yeah. <laughs> The shoggy coins. guide, yeah, yeah, the shoggy guide to millions. Just don't, <laughs> just don't get responsibilities. Don't let anything hold you down. Uh, be oh lonely. Be, be blown about by the winds of chance and chaos. You know what's, you know what's fucked up, man, is that I have all these responsibilities and I'm still lonely. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's fucked. That's worse, dude. <laughs> that's still, that's worse. <laughs> You're making money. You know that there's people that want the more money you have, the more they're, they're. they're it's like it's what everybody wants to be rich. Everybody likes to get rich people shit. And you should, but also motherfuckers mm-hmm. be like, oh, if I was rich, I, I'd, I'd spend all my money to help my homies. Why do rich people hoard money? Why don't they just go out and spend it? To, like, well, rich people got to pay a lot of taxes. You get a nicer house, and they got more taxes on that. It's expensive, and also they do buy things for their homies. Yeah, no, listen. You're just not like, their homie. Yeah, that's the problem is that you're being weird. You're being weird about it. <laughs> yeah, you I, go to my birthday party and be fucked up that I'm not giving you presents? Fuck, fuck, fuck <laughs> out of here. I fucking, uh, I, I'm in the position where, like, I do give lots of stuff to my friends and shit. And, like, I just, like, 60% of my, of my, like, personal budget is literally just, like, homie money. It's like, oh, just give it to this guy fuck, whatever i'll pay this guy i'll give this guy 30 bucks i'll give this guy 100 bucks i don't care whatever fuck it whatever he needs it we'll probably get high with it but who fucking cares i'm not i'm not doing anything better with it right if anything i'm just buying magado videos from japan <laughs> i'm converting this into yen i should pay for this poor <laughs> motherfucker to be sober in his situation yeah <laughs> yeah exactly no precisely right like i'm all i'm getting at is that like i am that i feel like that you know if i were rich i did and then i went and i did it and it sucks. I get no rewards. No one, <laughs> fucking, no one is, no one has my back when I need it. You know what I'm saying? No one's giving me when I'm fucking flat broke. Cause people are like, oh, that sucks for you, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh yeah, here, let me dig in my pocket. Let me give this guy ten dollars. He gave me, he paid my rent four months in a row. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Like that's it's fucked up. I, it's fucked up that I, and I like, on one hand, I know what I'm doing. I knew that I wasn't going to get anything back, right? That's the thing about being, like, friend friendly with... That's the thing about, like, being a friend to the underdog, being being the, the man, right? Like, that's... I think that's, like, the responsibility of being the man. That's the hard part, right? When you see yourself and you think to yourself, I want to be the man, I want to be the guy, I want to be the fucking... The dude that you can rely on and, you know, he's the one who fucking you call in a problem. When you want to be that guy... That comes with a serious weight, and that weight isn't like, oh, you got to show up all the time, blah, blah, blah. That, that, all that stuff is easy to do. The weight is that when you need someone to be the man, they're not going <laughs> to, it's got to be you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do it, because you're the man for everyone else. 
I couldn't, and like I couldn't that, abide that. I couldn't stand that. That was horrible. <laughs> it is. No, it's, it sucks. It's the fucking worst, dude. It's, it's, it's the gayest thing that I deal with on a fucking daily basis. I don't want to be time... the guy who's there for... No, I want to be like a pair of like little yellow eyes peering out of a <laughs> hole above you while the issue's going on. <laughs> the little goblin. Yeah, I, I get you. I know, I know where you want to be, Shugs. That's, that's the cool... That's where the... That's the right way to be. That you're in the... You're right where you need to be. The society's that's the smart. not going to last much longer. You shouldn't get too invested in it. <laughs> no, I, I don't know, man. I, I, it's because like... I mean, half of it is like machismo, right? Like it's like it's a fucking literal like. It was bred into me. It's fucking epigenetic trauma, of trying to be a man in a society where you're just not enough, right? Like that's essentially, that's a that's part of it. But like it's also I was raised by like a fucking, you know, pit bull, right? Like I was raised like a pit bull by a <coughs> pit bull, and like fucking. You know, I just always had to be the man, and now here I am, at 32, being the man, and I'm like, "Yo, who's gonna be who's gonna be my man?" Right? <laughs> and the answer's the answer's me. I, it's got to be me, cause I can't. Ex- if I even if I even if it was someone else, I couldn't accept it. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't. It's it's a fucking stupid pride thing in my brain. It's like, nah, you can't. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, you need help? Nah. What is the post I made the other day? Why are you as a man suffering from depression? I say crying in the bathroom. <laughs> I say to myself in the mirror crying in the bathroom. Yeah, that's what it is. That's, yeah, all yeah, gender's tripped. It's no good, man. <laughs> yeah, man, gender's gay, dude. If you have a gender, bro, you're fucking gay, dude. <laughs> I pass. I'm just a little shoggoth. <laughs> Oh my god, what was the what was the dark ghost joke that I'm a big fan of Shoggoth and the other guy that I'm not allowed to say? Shub it was Shub Shub uh Oh oh Shub Gamerath. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Shub Gamerath, that's who it was, yeah. It was <laughs> it's a little too close a little too close to home <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Yo, the more I think oh, about he, it semi-related not really related but i really want to i i pitched to my girlfriend because we're getting a kitten soon i pitched i made that uh, poll because i was like okay what i thought i really wanted to go with gamer man because i thought that'd be the funniest fucking name it's that is hilarious and she's like no he's like come on (laughs) everybody else will think nobody will know that the, no, the right people will know. Yeah, the right people will know. <laughs> but I'm screaming, gamer, gamer, get over here. Get ahead of you, fucking gamer, right? <laughs> Jesus it's like Christ. the ultimate form of the kind of stupid joke I like. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a race. It's a racist dog whistle to psych, like psychopaths, which is I'm fine with that, right? Like, I mean, it's a parody of a racist. Dog yeah, yeah, whistle. It, it, precisely, it, precisely. It's like it's a it's, it's, a, co- it's a dog whistling to comedy, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which is the worst kind of that's the worst kind of racist is people who enjoy comedy, right? <laughs> oh my I mean, god! They're better kinds, honestly. No, the only thing we're, nobody wants to hang around with a racist that doesn't have a sense of humor. They probably have to that's less true. racist jokes. That's that's true. Might be good though. 
that's actually I don't like when racists have really good like when actual real deal died in the wool racist have fucking like or have bangers when they're funny I don't like it because it means that they're self-aware enough to understand the absurdity of what it is that they're saying but they like they just say fuck it you know what I'm saying? Like, that's worse. That's much worse. Well, I mean, like, uh, the park bench joke, park bench, uh, pizza. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, things of that yeah, nature. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, those are, I wouldn't say those jokes are, like, lampshading the absurdity of racism. Some of them just, punchlines are weird, and I, ten foot pole territory here. But uh, yeah. <laughs> there's some punchlines and laughter aren't voluntary. A well-constructed punchline can be morally reprehensible on nearly every level. It's it's not up to you whether it's it's a not for, it's not up to virtue. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, it's the it's there's also like misunderstanding, right? Like there's misdirection, which is my one of the funniest things for me. Literally, my entire sense of humor is essentially misdirection. You think something's going one way, and then you find out pretty quickly that it's not. Yeah. That's fucking the key to most of my comedy and how I feel about most of anything, right? And, like, I didn't understand for the life of me... I, we talked about this before, but the parrot joke, right? Do you remember the parrot joke? I was, Did I come on the show to, like, berate I don't, you I don't, for, yeah, for all of my I, opinions on the parrot <laughs> joke, or did I just no, I do just, that in private? I, Cause I, I think you might have done that in I think you might have never told me because I've never heard it. But the parrot joke is the perfect example of like I get tell that it's racist. Joke. And I, tell, tell, okay, tell the, the joke <laughs> to people who are, haven't listened to every episode. <laughs> the parrot joke is that. So okay, the, I yeah, let me tell. Let me like, tell. It. I'm pretty good at telling jokes. All right, <laughs> black guy goes into a bar. He's got a big old parrot on his shoulder, and a bartender looks at him, says, "Wow, where'd you? Does it talk?" Where'd you get it? And the parrot says, "Oh, in Africa." <laughs> yeah, it talks. Yeah, that's the okay. So first off, you're way miscoloring the way the, the way that I told the joke, because the way that I told the joke is that fucking essentially a guy walks into a, into a bar. He's got a giant parrot on his shoulder. It's a massive, big three foot, you know, parrot, and it's just chilling on his shoulder. And the bartender's fucking blown away. He goes. Man, that's incredible. Where'd you get him from? And the parrot goes, Africa. Right? <laughs> so yeah, like, it was a black the, guy. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's a black guy. So, like, and I, t I say that in the beginning of the joke. But the, the, to me, the fucking humor that it came from was the fact that the parrot answered. Because you don't expect the parrot to answer. Well, and the parrot, to, that is part of it, but it's also the parrot. It's funny that the parrot, well, the joke is the parrot is a racist. You yeah, expect the, parrots yeah. to talk. <laughs> I didn't know about that. I parrots really... to talk kind of in... You, you know what parrots are like, right? Yeah, kind but of... no, I know that, but it's... I don't... You don't expect parrots to, like, understand the question. That's the joke, right? Like, I didn't... You know what? Like, it didn't even dawn on me that the parrot was racist. <laughs> <laughs> and that when you and say it out loud, it's much funnier. Trade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's much funnier. See, and then going further, that's all of... See, all of those things are things that don't occur to me about why they could be insensitive. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because the joke, the absurdity of the joke is that the parrot 
understood a question from a bartender. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it's psychotic to think that a you know a bird has the thinking power to be like, no, let me answer this guy, right? Like it's, that's the joke in my brain, in my fucking stupid brain. That's why it's funny, right? Because that joke would still work if it was a Chinese guy. It would still work if it was a fucking Arabic guy. To what me, it would China, work no matter. Why would the parrot get a Chinese was, guy in Africa? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, dude! That's not the point. That's not what I'm saying. That's literally not what I meant. But do you see, like, the humor, the sight, the crazy? The, that is what's funny to me. That's what's extremely funny. Okay. Like, but the, you get it's how bad. it's. But it, I know. I get I, it. I get you, it. You were expressing like, but you like, I don't see how it's racist though. It's like, cause he buying a black guy like <laughs> people. <laughs> I understand. No, listen. When I first heard that joke, I did not get it. I did not understand what was funny about it, like what was racist and insensitive about it, because my thought pattern was it's absurd that a bird would answer this. It just happens to have a little like racial. Oh my god! I'm trying to think, get us back on track. But yeah, the the. I literally didn't understand what was insensitive about it and it could be just my fucking stupid brain not understanding what people think is insensitive but like commonly that's my like i like i'll admit i say fucking i'm an edgy guy i say edgy shit all the time i say it because it's funny to me but also like i'm not trying to be a dickhead and if someone were to tell me something like hey don't say that or hey that that it's offensive to me i'm more than happy to fucking apologize you know what i'm saying like that's because I don't want to be an asshole. I want to be edgy. I want to be a little jokey, little fucking goofy. Get a rise out of people. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to be a little goober, but I don't want to be fucking. I don't want to be a shithead. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's. A, yeah. I draw. I have. I have an aesthetic about me that I don't want to fucking. You know. Upset. I don't people. like to use comedy to communicate excessive negativity in general. I'm just trying to be a silly little guy. I don't. I I try not to use comedy as an attack. I guess I'm, I guess I am pretty negative in my comedy. I don't want to hurt anybody, <laughs> except I do. I don't know what I want, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're that's why we're very. What is it? Would you say we're we're each other's warios? We're just yeah, two warios. There's no Mario. no Mario. Yeah, <laughs> there's just no Mario between the two of us. We're just two different warios hanging out in the. In the fucking Wah. Wario verse, yeah. Well, because the reality is, like, you're right. You don't know what you want. I don't know what the fuck I want. If I knew what I want, I'd go get it. But I don't know what I want. So if I knew just what I want, fucking... I'd express it, and the machine would notice it and commodify it. <laughs> okay, look. I, as I'm here, I got complaint about the new. I got complaint about Amazon Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, please. I don't have a lot to say. Mostly, just it sucks. It's boring. Do you uh, do you? Do you hate the fact that they made black elves? Was that your? I hate the fact that there's just one, honestly. <laughs> just, honestly, like there's like that one black sense. hobbit, You're right. and it raises more questions. Like, okay, where's where are the other? Where's make the all the hobbits yeah. black, or maybe like make like a third of them or something, so it looks like there's a. It's just one guy. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that is uh, weird. Why is there like one Asian hobbit too? It's, okay, but mm-hmm. uh, to- it's just more that they they took something. It was kind of special and I loved it's just another piece of fucking dog food coming out of line just another gulp of the human centipede juice that we all feed on well, that's that's why like really early on into the podcast 
I think the Babyland episode is the episode where I really explain and really get into like, like my early like the Darkos mindset, right? Like, because that early pod is very much me, like Darkos at his worst, right? Like I was, I was like Darkos was sinking at the time that I was making all that shit, but one of the things that I remember talking about pretty fucking frequently was like how enjoying things is actually bad if you like something that's bad don't don't enjoy anything just hate everything it's all bad it's all caca there's no such thing as good things all the art that you enjoy is fucking gay and stupid and like that was in reaction to the fact that like any like it's that commodification when you enjoy something and you like something they're gonna come along they're gonna fuck it up and they're gonna package it up sloppily and be like, here you go. Here's some fucking, here's some fucking food. You fucking loser. Here you go. And then if you don't like it, they'll be like, what are you? Well, you you're a racist. Siding with the yeah. racist. It's like no. And it's like no, nah, I just don't like it, man. Yeah, literally yes. And like so that was early on in the podcast. And now I've come to understand. This is what I've come to understand. You can like whatever the fuck you like, but if you care about it, then you fucked up. Right. Or at least if you do, keep it a secret. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a shame it's shameful to care about things. Right? I don't <laughs> think I don't think so, personally. I think it's but you have to be very careful if you want to keep caring about it. Yeah, yeah. I guess you have to it's keep true. it like in a little box in a secret drawer and you can take it out and look at it but you can't talk to anybody about it don't get into fucking <laughs> fandom because next thing you know you'll be driving some 16 year old to commit suicide because they drew your, <laughs> they race swapped your uh, your favorite character the wrong way the, uh, they made them they made them Moroccan instead of uh, something else I don't know ever since 2016 every year is 2016 I was trying to explain that to somebody recently and they just they're like shut the fuck up marcos you're it's more like 2017 honestly well okay so 2016 was ghostbusters was female ghostbusters right which was universally panned as being bad now uh at the time the marketing around it was if you don't like this fucking movie it's because you hate girls you hate girl bosses you hate women and you're a fucking you're a incel cuck well, they you also did a lot kill of, yourself. It was also one of the first times they really went out with the like, "Hey, show those fucking oh yeah 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 dwelling creeps. Go out and buy some fucking Lady Ghostbusters shit." It's mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Yeah, I fell for it. I fell for it. I went to go watch it in theaters. I've, I've never seen it. I've heard it. I went to go. All right, it's not bad. It wasn't. It was, there was a joke or two in there. It's whatever. It wasn't worth the money that I paid in a theater. But I, I've yet to see a movie that was worth the money that I paid to see it in a theater. So it's kind of a fucking wash on that one. But what I'm getting at is that like, 2016 kind of kicked that off, and now every year, that's just the way. That's just marketing now, right? Is trying to figure out the politics. They're trying to figure out the politics of like. You know, from a leftist perspective, how do we? It's Saints Row. Did you watch? Have you seen play the new Saints Row game? I played it because I play every Saints Row game. Oh, not I. Uh, I uh, I heard about what was going on with it, but I've never played one. I've always wanted to play some of the later ones because they look pretty, pretty zany. Every I played every single Saints Row game because it's like a tradition in my life to play them because I so enjoy. I, I the first one. I, hit me in a special place because I think the first time I ever played it 
I was at like my uncle's house and he didn't have like any he was like extremely off brand ass dude he just let literally if there was like GTA had already been out and something that he like you know what I'm saying like he'd been out for a hot minute but he was like I ain't gotta pay $65 for fucking no brand new game here's here's an old one for 32 bucks right like he was that kind of guy right and so I lived with him for a while and Saints Row and what was the other game I played some game called Legacy something anyways fucking no Legends is what it anyways those two games I played fucking back to back because it was the only two games I had and Saints Row like grew on me then I played Saints Row 2 because it was a fucking great game I liked it Saints Row 3 was fucking peak Saints Row 4 was insane but I liked it couldn't really complain all the fucking like DLC that came after that just got more and more fucking weird and bizarre but other than that it's like a fun game like you just play them and they're just bullshit and you don't expect anything out of it because it's all bullshit it's a fun game and then they like dialed it back for Saints Row and they made it imagine like imagine if Joss Whedon directed Belly oh no <laughs> right it's, it's bizarre it is fucking bizarre because it's like they'll have a fucking literal gang shootout where they're like they'll get just absolutely massacred by like a Mexican like hey Holmes what the fuck fool it's about family fool and like that and then while that's happening they'll be shooting and be like well that happened and it's like what the fuck is going on how the fuck is this you know what I'm saying like it's and it's frustrating to me it's extremely frustrating to me but I know that I'm I played it I beat the whole fucking thing I 100%ed it right and I'm not gonna complain about it whatever fucking fun game I spent I spent fucking seven hours on it. Whatever, dude. It's fine. I'm not even mad about that. That's not time wasted. <laughs> it just because like if you complain about it and it's like, oh, I guess you're like, you don't you can't stand the the capitalism, an anti-capitalist message in a game. Like, no, dude. I just game fucking. I just want a game to not suck dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's you know, unless my game is about sucking dick, I don't want it to suck dick. You, you know what I'm saying? That's. I feel like it's a reasonable question. I feel like it's a reasonable demand from video games. Right. As obnoxious as it is, it is also, I must say, extremely beautiful and glorious and powerful the way that capitalism has managed to co-opt all of that language and the thought behind it <laughs> to defend, you know... Yeah, a, no... It's, a bad TV show that's not even on TV. You're, uh... Your vampire machine, homie, just is not losing, man. Like, does not stop. Yeah, well, we're, ne- we're never... It's just going to chew up everything that we like and enjoy. My thing is now is I'm trying to lean in. I'm trying to be the thing that gets chewed up. You know what I'm saying? I want I want to sell out, man. I want to fucking make millions Me and too. billions doing nothing. You know what I mean? I want to sell the homie uh, podcast. Me, father. Yeah, like, I, I want to sell it. I want to sell it, man. I want to pay... I would love to pay you and Lexi to fucking live <laughs> and not do anything you know what i mean just come and be like yeah these are my consultants these are my associates me, daddy. yeah <laughs> literally yeah i want to pay ivy to fucking hang out to play cyberpunk as as the fucking vag out assassin you know what i'm saying <laughs> like that's that's what i want to do all right like that's that's what that's what i want to do with my life i want fucking eagle to come through and play fucking video games for a living and you know like that's what I want I want him to do whatever the fuck he wants to do I want 
all my homies to just do nothing, right? I that's yeah, that's that's I want that more than anything else. I want a fucking I want a corner office. I want a quarter office in the heart of San Francisco, in a fucking in a new like a we bought out uh, the shell of the Salesforce Tower, right? <laughs> and it's and it's just me and you and Fates and a giant long table, right? And, and we're sitting there. With, get rid of the elevators or well. No, we can't because we need to get up. Yeah, eighty-eight. Fire poles. Fire poles. Like, how do we, how do we get to the top to go down the fire poles? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But lots of but fire I mean, poles, you know, anyways. But not one big one because the the inertia would kill us. We'd have to like yeah. space them out across the different yeah. floors. <laughs> but I want like a giant long table, and I want us to sit and like turn around slowly and being like, today's the day, right? <laughs> today's the day that we fucking buy out Activision. And we turn them into a golf company, right? We're just going to turn them into a... <laughs> they're going to make golf balls. They're no, going to pivot. We're buying Sega. We're, bu- <laughs> we're buying Sega and turning them into a movie studio. All right? They're no longer... They're, they're no longer making video games. They do movie studios. No, now. I don't want them. I don't want them anywhere near movies. <laughs> no, Square tried to become a video game company, and they became a movie company. They made Final Fantasy: The Spirits with it, and nobody it was good. Liked I liked that. it. I liked it. What are you fucking? Are you crazy? It's a I good mean, movie. Maybe I should rewatch it, but it it's was good. not Final Fantasy. No, uh, it wasn't Final Fantasy. But that's the thing: is that because I don't have context for what the fuck a Final Fantasy is, I liked it a lot. Right, I was like, "Oh, this is just a good ass sci-fi movie," and everyone else I know is like, oh, like spurging out, trying to figure out why. <laughs> like, I don't like this, and I'm like, dude, it's it's a it's a good movie. It's about speaking uh, of good movies that make people go, "Oh, I don't like this," and uh, also my favorite metaphor for life and capitalist realism or whatever your little gay word for it is, the Human <laughs> Centipede trilogy, by which I mean the first two, because. The third one's kind of like weird. The thir- I, like I need the third to rewatch one. it. The third Human- one is just porn. Yeah, it's it's trying to be funny. But I guess it is. I don't know. Maybe the Human Centipede Two is so fucking good because yeah. it just it's so okay, the Human Centipede. It's gritty as shit. Like every day, every day I wake up and I open palm slam my mouth into an anus and an <laughs> a mouth onto my anus. It's the human centipede, and I go through with the actors doing all the moves, all the shits, and all the eating poopy. I'm try- I can't remember how the whole fucking Riddick copy pasta goes. Like it is, it is just like every day. It is like we from top down. They take some property or something that somebody creative made, and then they some blah blah blah, and then. We're at the end, and you know it's been digested three times, and it was just shat forcefully into our mouth, and then we shit it out into somebody else's mouth with our fucking takes and our opinions and our discourses, and then mm. that—that's pretty much I think where it ends. Except there's probably like a colony of monsters growing in the poop. No, nah, man, that's where that's where we that's where we are. That's where the that's where we are. We're, we're yeah, that's what we are. Yeah, we're lunar. We're what is it? We're the lunar punk of doo doo, right? Like we're just we're existing in the hollowed out husk of of doo doo. There's nothing left, but we're survive. We're tardigrades. Yeah. We're surviving. The only thing, right? We're the only thing that survives the human pet. The only thing, way to escape the human centipede is to be the poop. Yeah, exactly. And we're we're out here fucking. We are the shit. 
and it's nice and it's good. Or and it's we're based. like little corns of the poop. <laughs> Corn. I I love. It's my favorite factoid about doo doo. But like, when you see corn in your shit, right? It's the actual pulp inside the corn is what gets digested, but the cellulose that exists outside of the corn is what doesn't. So when you see those kernels and they're full up, they're actually full of shit. Right? <laughs> they're little, right? Like it's like a corn, the corn is like a condom. It's like a doo-doo condom. There's doo-doo inside the... F- <laughs> and it's beautiful. It's a- <laughs> As a Hoosier and a fan of the human centipede, that was a fun fact about both corn and poop. So I really enjoyed that. <laughs> My two favorite things. <laughs> Oh no! I don't know, man. I I think that uh, they're yeah. Imagine we're... imagine Amazon trying to make a human centipede series. It's in the works. It's definitely Netflix I is hope definitely so. would give do, Tom Netflix six more would do work. <laughs> Netflix would definitely do it. But if you think about it, like, I liked Human Centipede. Okay, I I liked Human Centipede, but there's I guess like two drawbacks to it, and you identified it, which is that it tried to be funny, right? And the problem is, is that the problem is that the problem isn't that it couldn't be funny because the human centipede could be funny. The problem is, is that the way that it tried to be funny is how people who run burlesque shows what they think humor is. Yeah. And that's that's the fucking problem. Right. Like, because that that is titties and like, you know, a simulated blowjob is not funny. There's got to you know, you got to do something. There's got to be a fucking scenario. The the, the Gigi Allen understood just... this. Yeah, I hate to I hate Fake that. Fake poop's <laughs> not funny. Real poop. <laughs> Real doo doo. Fake. <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about it. It's insane. <laughs> God damn it, Chucks. You're right. I oh, fuck. I hate when you make me agree with Gigi Allen, but you make me do it more often in our friendship than I want to fucking. You know what I mean? Like I'd never. I wanna... Never uh, advise taking Gigi Allen seriously as a thinker <laughs> and maybe having like a weird obsession with him and, be, and never ever be like, oh, I'm Gigi Allen reincarnated because you're not, unless you're throwing the yeah, poop. No. But no. still, there was Gigi Allen wasn't wrong about everything, is something yeah. I heard somebody say one time. I got one of the funniest, one of the funniest things that I think is very like, I love Ruben with all my fucking heart. But one of the funniest things I think about him is that he loves to think of himself as Andy Kaufman, which is insane. Because <laughs> he loves I to mean, think of himself as that. No, that. <laughs> that's, if that you knew Andy fucking... Kauf- if you knew Andy Kaufman, would you yeah. think he was Andy Kaufman? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Ruben, <laughs> Ruben is so far from. Andy Kaufman like that's an insane that's like me saying like yeah I'm pretty much I'm pretty much Malcolm X you know what I'm saying like it's <laughs> insane right <laughs> it's insane for me to say that to think that to think of myself in that way when I look at myself and I look in the mirror yeah I'm Malcolm X that's fucking crazy <laughs> right because I'm very fucking far from that guy Ruben looking at himself in the mirror and being like yeah I'm like Andy Kaufman that is fucking delusional <laughs> do you do you understand like that is an insane level of delusion that i could never fucking fathom and i love rube i love him with all my art but god damn man what did i 
thing we were drunk as fuck one night and we were talking about stuff and then he was just like because we were talking about the podcast and he's like who's your favorite comedian and i was like i don't really have one in all honesty like i don't know fucking like it's all passing like i don't really like anyone comedy is whatever fucking comedy's funny sometimes and sometimes it's gay and whatever dude and he's like yeah i'm I always thought of myself as like an Andy Kaufman guy, and I was like, "That is insane! Shut up!" Right? <laughs> like a like a fan of Andy Kaufman or a Kaufman esque figure. Like a Kaufman esque figure. Like he sees himself as was that guy, uh, the one who he does all the time. Tony. The, bah, 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 bah. Tony, Tony. Yeah, Tony. Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Tony Clifton. Tony he sees. <laughs> he sees himself as Tony Clifton. He sees himself <laughs> as a Tony Clifton esque figure. Which is insane. By the way, if I had to think and figure out who my favorite comedian is, it's Rodney Dangerfield. But, like, that's... You gotta put a gun to my fucking head to tell me, like... That's a very good choice. Mine's Doug Stanhope. (laughs) I know you told me. You've told me this before because he's a fucking... He's so black-pilled. And I I went down the rabbit hole of, of Doug Stanhope. And, yeah, you're right. That man, there's no fucking... There's absolutely no fucking hope in that man's heart. He's... He is he is the demon. He is the Antichrist reborn. He's fucking yeah, he's, he's just like us really. He's just a he's got a really dark sense of humor, but mostly he's just saying cute shit to try and get a rise out of a audience that for an audience that just wants to hear some fucking outrageous shit. <laughs> no, I, I think um yeah, my two favorites, Rodney Dangerfield and my literally the guy that probably mesh with the most like if i had to pick would be like nick swartzen of all people nick swartzen is one of my favorite comedians but no one knows who he is or what he does but he's like his fucking comedy is essentially just poo poo pee pee jokes and that's it right (laughs) that's there's no there's no fucking there's no crafting to it there's no craft there's no hard tax you know what i'm saying he's not fucking out here trying to make you think and like open up your eyes he's just like poo poo pee pee dude <laughs> what, if, what what if uh what if we legalize meth you know what i'm saying like that's literally all of his jokes that's, that's and it's and it's genius he's a fucking genius for that he's not trying to be more than what he is <coughs> uh, did you see re- that that uh fucking bo burnham special that everybody was i hate bo burnham I, I, I hate bo, hate bo burnham it's karaoke last night somebody sang the internet song from it that's pretty good but i hated I, the rest of that special it was just I, like the height of this like i'm really sad and aren't things so just just tell a fucking joke dipshit fucking it was just like a I, therapy session for we hate we hate Bo burnham millennials for, we we hate Bo burnham for way two different reasons right i i could tell i could tell right now that we hate him because i what? i've always hated Bo. Bo Burnham. I've always hated him. I would fucking, I would, I would beat that man to death easily in a heartbeat. <laughs> no question. He's a theater kid. He's he's the worst of us, right? He is he is the he is scum of of humanity. He's one of like you know my feelings about theater kids. I know that you were a theater kid, man. It's when it comes down to the the theater kid solution, and I got to fucking deal with you. It's gonna break my heart in two. But <laughs> but he is a theater kid, and he's unabashed about it you know what i'm saying like he leaned in so deep into the theater kit he's insufferable and I, I i fucking can't stand him like instantly there's like a there's like a sheen the moment i see him it just disgust 
right and I'll, you know what's fucked up is like my little sister's a theater kid and she loves she loves him right and i just had to i had to suffer through like all of bo bunham's career in my fucking house <laughs> like just hating him just fucking vitriol like poison right <laughs> but uh yeah that's that's my beef with bo burnham you know what i man? don't like I the should... i don't like the i don't know there's a the extreme self-deprecation is like oh i'm a artist aren't i i'm just a little psychic vampire aren't i i'm just, aren't i just miserable and isn't it pathetic what i do it's like it reminds me of what orson wells kind of said about uh woody allen because i pulled that quote up while you were speaking <laughs> um this isn't one one to one but orson wells said and i'm not gonna do an impression i hate woody allen <laughs> physically i dislike that kind of man he has the chaplain disease. That particular combination of arrogance and timidity sets my teeth on edge. Like all people with timid personalities, his arrogance is unlimited. Anybody who speaks quietly and shrivels up in company is unbelievably arrogant. He acts shy, but he loves himself. A very tense situation. It's people like me who have to carry on and pretend to be modest. To me, it's the most <laughs> embarrassing thing in the world. A man who... Yeah, here we go. Uh, the most embarrassing thing in the world. A man who presents himself at his worst to get laughs in order to free himself from his hangups. Everything he does on screen is therapeutic. Well, I mean, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm doing it, right? I, that's that's me. I well, lean into my worst behavior. You're built different. <laughs> I, am, I am built extremely different because I'm proud of the shit that I'm fucked up on, right? <laughs> like, I'm just a little guy, pal. Hey, pal. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I think we should normalize being a fucking dirtbag. Well, like I'm a dirtbag that doesn't want to be a dirtbag. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to. I'm, I'm fighting here. I'm fighting for. I'm fighting my demons. I'm fighting for my life. Like I'm really. I don't want to be like this. I know it's bad, and I want to change. But right? you are your only. demons. <laughs> okay, but I listen. I I want to change. I want to be better. I want to do better. The thing is, is that like I won't be motivated to do that if I if it's all private, right? I'm not gonna battle. I know, yeah, I know myself. I know that I'm not gonna if I don't get someone being like, "Hey, Marcos, you know what? I was listening to the early ancient show, and you were fucking just a piece of shit back then. But listening to it, man, over the years, you've made a big change in your life. Like you're you're a much more positive guy, right? And I want to be like, yeah, because I talked about it every day for an hour for (laughs) for three years. You know what I'm saying? Like. I fucking I've been doing the work of being a shithead and being like, oh, but why am I a shithead? You know what I mean? Publicly for the last three years, and it's helping, right? It's, it's legitimately helping. Like, bro, um, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop for the audience and for you and for everybody the <laughs> the the new pill, the pill with the the color out of space pill, the rainbow pill. Mm-hmm. Fucking, there's no such thing as a toxic trait. No, all, no, I agree. It, it's all in how you manage and and control what you mm-hmm. have there's no, you don't have anything shame was invented by the devil to <laughs> sell catholicism to jews <laughs> jesus christ no i listen man there are experiences that you can have that you can understand yourself better so when it comes down to control of yourself you'll have it do you get what I'm saying? Because you'll understand where you're coming from. That is what I seek. I seek to master myself, right? Like, I want to be better, right? I don't want to, like, change. I understand you're right. There is no, like, toxic traits because any trait that you have in your body can 
can reach toxicity or be lowered to like some kind of normal you know regular palpable feeling and like it's just a matter of do you have the self-control and mastery to a recognize how you're feeling when you're feeling it and then b take the necessary steps either a remove yourself from the fucking shit causing you this or like mitigate and like fucking channel it into something else and that's what i seek that's what i want i want to be better i want to be fucking it's a it's a struggle it's very hard it's a very difficult thing and the thing that motivates me is publicity right like it's it's being held accountable in a public space it's motherfuckers telling me hey man shut up you're scaring the fucking hose that shit works for me Right. I don't I know it doesn't work for everybody, but it works for me. And I need I need people to tell me that all the time. I need people to to tell me, hey, man, you're fucking scaring the shit out of people or like, oh, you're fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of shame is the wrong word, but like that kind of like drive fucking helps keep me in check. Right. And that's that's why I have a podcast where I talk about my feelings with my friends. Right. <laughs> Whatever tickles your pickle. <laughs> it tickles it quite well. <laughs> I want publicity for you know vainglorious purposes. Yeah, I know dark for dark reasons. You want like this is why I love. This is why I like you. Like in your this is love, right? This is the real love between us. Is that like I understand where you're coming from always because like I'm with you on that. The difference I think is that like I just want to be better and you just want to be bigger, right? <laughs> Right, I and just want to be more successful. I was, yeah, yeah. 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 I also, I, but I'm like, I don't actually want attention. I want attention for what I do. Yeah, yeah. I you want well, pat on the head from people I like, but I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, it's one reason I kind of stopped podcasting. Was like, I was too much of me. This, yeah, and it's not. Well, you, uh, you want recognition. F- I, I get it. You want recognition for the things that you put effort in. Like, which is, I do, I do respect, like, I do think you are a great, I think, I think you're a great writer, right? Like, I, I honestly, like, I, I think you're a fucking great writer. And moreover, I think you're, like, you're much more intelligent than I would say, like, 90% of people that I know. (coughs) And in a way that isn't pretentious, right? Like, you have pretense about you, but you're not pretentious, right? Like, you're, I don't know, I mean, you're, you're very unique. You're extremely unique. There I is try not to be no other. About myself. No, <laughs> listen. I listen. We're in the same boat with like, we have very particular taste. We're very. Yeah. We're men of taste. I'll no. I'll give you that, man. We're on that. But like, I also agree. Like, I'll I'll watch a movie with titties in it. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't give a fuck about. It. I just want I mean, to see of the some most titties. Pretentious and best pretentious movies have titties. Lots of titties, right? Yeah. Mostly titty. Yeah, I, mean, I get I get you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just watching for the plots. <laughs> but uh, no, I, what I'm getting at, though, is that, like, there, I don't, I've never met another Shoggy. I don't think I will. Right? Uh, that's, yeah, man. You're that, that's, also, I mean, I'm not trying to, it's like, well, you too, but you're, but I think that's why we got along. It's like, you're also yeah. a <laughs> extremely distinct, and, uh, yeah, there, there's not another fucking Marcos out there. And uh, I'm really happy that I know you. You know what's interesting about that, man? Is that, like, I crafted this, right? I worked hard at this. I worked hard at there not being another Marcos out there. I thought I don't think you did. Right? <laughs> I think that you just kind of naturally were always going to be Shogs. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the... 
I think that's one of the main difference between the two of us, right? I not to say that you're not. Homeschool dipshit religious fuckwads in Indiana, mm-hmm. and I just hated them so much. And I just, you know, as long as I'm not like as much not like them as possible, I always feel pretty okay. There's, there is definitely something which I'm. There is a secret to the whole, like, oh, wow, so so just you. It's like, actually, that's to a degree a lie as well. <laughs> I just, yeah, I get Nobody it. knows the people I'm trying not to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, it's interesting because, like, you, you were always destined. I feel like you were always destined to be different. But also, like, that guiding hand of, like, being, being very easily recognizing what you didn't want to be and how you didn't want to be is what motivated you to like be different right whereas i think my difference is that like i i've never been motivated by what i don't want to see i've always been motivated by like what i wanted to see right so like i always wanted to i wanted a guy to be like me somewhere out there in the world and i worked and i worked and i worked and i worked to be that guy that i wanted to be and i when i got there I was just like, oh, shit, I fucked up because there is no one else. <laughs> There's no no one else is doing all the shit that I'm doing. Fuck. What did I? What was I thinking? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I fucking shot myself in the foot. Now I'm now I'm too different. You know? no, I, <laughs> like, I, I, I feel that I I, yeah. I I put more work into it than I probably seem like because I just come across. I mean, you know, you don't get like several books, a few albums, a bunch of. Yeah, yeah. You don't get as much. I produce as much stuff as I have without putting a lot of work in. Yeah, it's, no, no, you, you, me and you have that in common in that, like, you are fucking prolific. You're, you, you have a work ethic that I think most creatives don't. And I, that's why I think, like, me and you are aligned on this and that, like, I hate most creatives, right? Like, well, I'm not a big f- I don't, I don't. I mean, I do, but I don't because maybe, this is going to sound gatekeeping, but gatekeeping is good. Most people who <laughs> identify as, you're not a creative until you produce something of quality Mm-hmm. Period. I guess, like most, you know, mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, I'm a writer, I'm, I'm gonna get a book done eventually. You're not, a, no. Finish mm-hmm. your book, then you can start talking shit. Yeah, you, you well, like, to, if you, we're, you know, creative's not very it. useful if you're not creating. You know, that's true. Well, there, I guess there's a difference. I get. Then there's here's the difference between the two of us in how we see. Because I'm definitely much more quantity over quality, right? Like I'd rather shoot out a hundred thousand things than take my time on one thing because i can always iterate on the things that i've shot out i can always go back and build on them and you know what i'm saying and reapproach them and make them better make them worse make you know whatever the fuck i need them to fit into that kind of like mentality is how my brain works creatively and i think that like i my hatred of creatives is that i think creatives are far too sensitive Right. I think that they take too much fucking time to do things. Right? They talk a lot of shit. They talk the big game. They talk the talk. But when it comes down to brass fucking tacks and putting you know, pen to paper, they don't do it. They don't do it because the idea living in their mind is more pure than whatever bullshit comes out. And I think that they're that like by by putting that bullshit out, by like I have a fucking podcast where I have one hundred this will be our one hundred and second episode, right? Like not all of them are good, right? Not all. In fact, most of them are bad, but I, I put them the fuck out because I want to, right? And, like, the same with the music, right? I have a giant music folder called, like, all the fucking music. There's, like, maybe 800 tracks in there 
most of them are bad, but you can go through them and listen to them and see my progress and my journey and my struggle through all of that stuff because that is to me that is more important because i i want you to look i want you to look at my stuff and say hey this is bad or hey this is good i want you you know what i'm saying like i want you to i want honest opinions about my work what i don't want is i don't want this like idea to live up in my head all pure and perfect and i don't touch it because it's beautiful and you know what i'm saying and it's important to me and it's it's only it's i made it for me and it's just no no I'm, i'm writing a novel and i'm just spending fucking hours thinking about this imaginary land that will die when i die (laughs) do you get what i'm saying like that's that's fucking terrible to me that's the worst fate you can have and most creatives want that and that's crazy to me and you know fucking weirdos yeah (laughs) you don't don't have to worry about them because they're not gonna ever be a threat to anybody all they're gonna do is whine how there's no work for them or they'll get jobs those guys, writing for television yeah. shows. Yeah, exactly. Those guys those guys are my fucking gatekeepers. <laughs> those guys look at my fucking huge, massive body of work, and they're just like, well, it's too much to read, actually. I, you're not a good writer because you didn't spend 34 years on one thing. I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Are you kidding me, dude? I've been... I made 47 memes today, you fucking dick face. <laughs> like, and that was professionally. I made probably 108 just by myself for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fucking, what are you talking about, dude? Like, yeah, come on, man. Which it's, yeah, it's, it's infuriating to me. I don't know. I'm not that <sighs> prolific. I've just been at it for a while. And eventually stuff starts to pile up. Mm. I'm, I'm definitely more of a, that is, it. well, I want to be. I'm not always as much as I want to be because I get rushed on stuff. Nobody's that's, rushing I, me, but. <laughs> I'm prolific in the same way that you're prolific, where, like, I just have a giant backlog of stuff. Because I do. I was I was more prolific back in my back in my heyday than I am now, but I'm still pretty like prolific. Like it just grows and grows and grows. And like sometimes I'll just literally steal from myself. I'll look at my old shit and be like, ah, I can rework this. I can do something with this. And that just continues growing my. You know what I'm saying? Like my my brand, I guess, my fucking identity. Oh, I mean, both Phil and Howard books I've written are like a new idea that I just like took an old unfinished idea just smashed it into the new idea and ripped some of its characters off it's like no reason to let all these go to waste no yeah it's just that's literally that's a much smarter that's a you're working smarter not harder and I, you know I fucking I, I think everybody does that, that. yeah I don't think it's every writer I know on some level is like oh yeah I had this character from an old story that didn't really go anywhere, but I liked them, so I put them in this new thing. Mm-hmm. You know, recently I've I've been trying to rewrite. I've been trying to like write uh, more often, but I've been like doing too much fucking DM dungeon shit, and I'm finding myself. It's impossible. I don't know what like structure. I don't know what stories sound like anymore. I can tell you a story right now. I could fucking beginning, middle, end a whole fucking story. Like you know, physically from my fucking lips, I can do that. But you asked me to write it. Brain starts going weird places. I can't keep anything straight, and I I, I think it's because of DMs. I think it's I think it's the DM dungeon, man. I think the DMs is fucking up my writing ability. So I gotta, I, gotta figure I that out. You should repent, quit your job, slack off, and abandon all of the. I don't I don't want to say anything bad about people <laughs> in your life on your podcast, but. I get it. Yeah. No, you're you're not. Well, first off, none of them listen, so it doesn't matter. You can say whatever you well, want. Well, this but... is a matter of propriety and respect. 
I, I appreciate it. I, I get where you're coming from, man. But, like, the... My tetherings, my tethers to them, like, my responsibilities. The thing about me is that, like, I'm far too extreme to just do what I want to do. Because what I want to do is, like... It's just self-destructive. You know what I'm saying? Like needlessly self-destructive. Not like, not like cool self-destructive where I drink, a, where I drink a lot of beer and I smoke cigarettes and smoke weed and like I'm like, yeah, I'm a cool guy and I, and I do. You know, like yeah, like you, Shogs, you're a cool guy. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I fucking couldn't do that. I literally couldn't do that because. I'll just kill myself because like, I won't just it won't just be me like yeah I'll have a few beers here and there fucking have a good time it'll be me drinking like fucking you know eight bottles of gin every day until my fucking heart you know what I'm saying until my liver completely collapses or smoking it I used to smoke three packs a day when I was driving around because I just didn't want to live for very long you know what I'm saying I could feel I had heart palpitations I used to eat I used to only I used to eat like a half pound of bacon every morning when I was working in the catering kitchen because we just had so much bacon and we'd always end up like we couldn't we couldn't keep it and we couldn't fucking donate it because we we're donating it to a mosque like through mosques in the area so like they're not gonna take fucking bacon dude so like I would just eat it cool and, <laughs> but I would just eat it you know what I'm saying like I would just fucking eat a whole pound of bacon every morning for breakfast in a croissant. I just put a half pound of bacon in one croissant, a half pound of bacon in the other, and I just eat that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am wildly self-destructive. I am extremely fucking, I'm running towards, I'm sprinting towards the finish line. And the things that keep me from doing that is responsibilities, is people around me telling me, hey, don't fucking kill yourself, stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like that, okay, that's well, literally. Okay, well, better responsibilities. <laughs> If I had, if I had, I think that like, if they weren't so intense, <laughs> if they weren't so intense, I don't think I'd listen to them. If they weren't so hard to do, okay, do you know what I'm saying? It's a house it, plant. But what if, okay, well, like a I have tons of house plants. I have tons of house plant. I have tons of house plants. I have orchids too, man. <laughs> like we grow orchids over here, dude. That's not the point. the The point is that like it has to be inconvenient. It has to be tough. It has to be hard. It has to not love me back. That kind of shit makes me work harder for it because I don't know. It it feeds that self destructive side of me. You know what I'm saying? It feeds that part of me that's sprinting towards the end because I know that I'm running my fucking. I know I'm running for nothing, but I don't know. There's a there's a hope in hopelessness. I don't know how to describe that. There's like a def. There's definitely. You know, only very few people really understand where that hope it lies because they. Heads, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Real gloom heads. Yeah, real fucking. There's a point where you become so black pilled that you just like, you just start hoping. You'd be like, no, nah, it's cool actually. No, it's good. No, the world's ending, man. I'm gonna live forever, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's cool and I recently based. learned about something. I'm not going to detail because I don't really want to bother anybody with it, but I learned something at an event recently that I don't know if I'd call it clarity, but it feels like clarity of just written, of reading in detail about some of the absolute, truly most dog shit that humanity has to offer, and then just, just like, okay, you know what, I'm done 
propping up this fucking species. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. People do that. No, no. We, no. Shut it down. Fucking. Mm-hmm. It, only after we make our replacement. Yeah, yeah. It just drives me further than the arms of big computer and the vampire <laughs> machine, homie. No, nah, man. I, I, All I the am. I love were created by disgusting humans who are just <laughs> violent, rapacious, sex predator, murder mon- machines. I am a depraved maniac psychopath so much so that I love humanity with all of my heart right and I get very upset not you because you're one of the only people that I understand where you're coming from but like I get very upset with people who are like joker pilled and they're like oh society I say that with green hair but (laughs) society you know what I'm saying like and they're just like yeah I'm crazy because I hate society I'm crazy because blah 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 and I'm thinking to myself like if you're really fucking that joker-pilled, if you really are that depraved and psychopathic and crazy, why don't you love humanity? Humanity's dark and evil. Why, why wouldn't you like that? I'm dark and evil. I like, I'm part of humanity. It's cool, actually. It's cool that it's fucked up and all shitty. I like that. I like that about it. I like that it surprises me every now and then and does something really nice and does something really good. And I think that we could probably do more of that because shit's worse. Right? Shit's only getting worse. And we're just going to keep surprising ourselves by being nicer, not by being worse. Right? Like, that's that's my entire philosophy, essentially. Like, boiled down. I, I think that humanity is good and beautiful and, and wonderful. Right? And at, for bad reasons. <laughs> for extremely dark reasons. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's... I know that my moral judgments are of the same value listeners is any moral judgments but uh so i don't know uh, i don't know I, I like some things about humanity but many of the nicer qualities we have are in reaction like oh did you see the beautiful thing people did in the face of human atrocity oh yeah no of course like, well yeah but they did it wait hang on <laughs> why were they doing the beautiful thing oh look well, no, because of man-made reasons. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happened to people who did the beautiful things? Like, well, they're they're dead. I mean, they died in the event. They they died in the big the bit of a kerfluffle in in nineteen ten. <laughs> I I'm I am a romantic in that way, right? But you can't. I I've always and I've always held this contention that you can't be, which is why I get fucking real mad about Twitter people like Twitter revolutionary guys who are like, I'm a rebel, I'm a revolutionary, and I'm blah, 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 blah. And I, the reality of it is that, like, you can't be a romantic and a re- You can't be a revolutionary and not be a romantic. There is a romanticism to it. There is a you know that you're going to die, right? You know that the shit that you want is impossible, but you want it anyways. That's beautiful, right? Like, that's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in no fucking way a ro- like a real revolutionary i don't believe in that i'm gonna be the fucking guy that's gonna rise up and take out the mayor i joke about it a lot but I, there's no fucking way that it's happening but i understand that like if shit gets worse i'll probably be i'll probably be one of the guys who dies trying to defend somebody because it's to me it's a beautiful idea right <laughs> like that i keep i keep i keep having these self-destructive thoughts and like ideas i'd like them to be for a reason 
You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, this is me. This is how I fucking am. There's no, there's no like, what is it? There's no honor in it. There's no like fucking great higher calling to it. It just, I am this guy. I don't know. I've been thinking about Frankenstein a lot. Got obsessed with Frankenstein. It's pretty fucked up. Like, Frankenstein's a good metaphor for me as a kid. When I was a kid, I, I remember reading Frankenstein and being obsessed with Frankenstein's monster and being like, yeah, man, that's me. Feeling like <laughs> like I recognized, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when, a, when you're a little kid and you see, like, media that reflects you and you're like, yeah, that's me, I'm that guy. For me, it was every time it was, like, a little green monster guy or, like, a big buff fucking rat guy or, like... <laughs> Like a demon with a stone arm type guy. Like any kind of fucking type of guy that didn't look like a normal human being. That was just kind of like some kind of monster dude hybrid. I was like, that's me. I'm that guy. And the first one to kick all that off was Mary Shelley's Frankenstein I read in the fourth grade. I was like, yeah, that's me, man. I'm <laughs> oh, man. Set me down a path. I always identify with the weird little guys scurrying around yeah uh do you ever read <sighs> i can't remember the gremlins the the critters the when i was when i was a kid i was obsessed with this guy who used to write books about a mouse and the mouse was like living in medieval times redwall the redwall books Fuck it. Ugh, I'm gonna look it up right now. The, There's like a bunch me. of mice and they're, they're like love mice politics. My sister read those. I never read them. Hold but on. Hold on. I'm gonna... I'm Brian. No, Brian. Sh maybe Brian Shocks. So he might be a guy that's. It is Brian Shocks. You motherfucker. <laughs> yes. It is Brian Shocks. Yeah, that brought me like back. This. Oh man, I read them. Yeah, this is it, dude. You bring me. I'm gonna go read all of these. I'm gonna go find all of them and I'm gonna read every fucking one of them from 1986 to 2011. That is a lot of fucking books, dude. Yeah, I Holy think the kids shit. don't read them anymore. I think they're into, like, warrior cats now. Oh, dude. I read Redwall, and I remember... I can't remember the name of the mouse. <coughs> but it had, like, a French-ass name. Like, Timio or something like that. I can't Timothy remember. Timothy Chalamet? It. Yeah, it was, it was Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> yep, that's it. No, what the fuck was the name of the fucking guy? John Martin Goddard. No, it was it, he wasn't a he wasn't he was Serge yeah it was Martin. It was Martin Martin the Warrior. That was Audrey the first Tattoo. book. <laughs> that was the first book I ever read was Martin the Warrior, and it changed my life because I was like that little rat guy is me. <laughs> and like every and then like there was a badger who was a fucking like a warlord and i was like that guy's so fucking cool right <laughs> he was like a he was like a steps warlord and i loved him dude he like he lived out on the outer plane and he rode like a skink or something <laughs> and he just didn't give a fuck and that i remember like yeah that was i remember man i gotta go back and read up you unlocked a memory of me because i didn't remember what it was called and i didn't yeah holy shit man i read every i read most of them like i read like voraciously I read them and uh what was I think what was I talking about yeah that that shit fucking fucked me up because I I am I always identified as a little rat monster thing and <laughs> oh man anyways I, we're at like an hour 36 yeah we'll, 
yeah, we'll cut it. Uh, if you like this podcast, which I don't know why the fuck you would, uh, but if you did, hell yeah. Uh, you can talk to me on Twitter at Ainter Show. I'm extremely vocal there. I post every day, talk a lot of shit. Uh, come talk to the homie. I'm always happy to hear from you. Um, I'm on TikTok as well uh, as I think Ainter Show as well. So fucking follow me on TikTok. Uh, Shoggy, you can follow Shoggy at Terminal Ligma. What else? How else can they support the homie? Uh, they can send uh, bitcoins to three capital L, lowercase y, capital J, lowercase J, A, capital Y, lowercase V, lowercase U, capital H, capital U, capital Q, capital Q, capital N, capital E, lowercase E, lowercase J, lowercase U, one, capital D, Lowercase h, lowercase e, capital N, lowercase t, lowercase w, lowercase q, lowercase f, capital Q, lowercase y, lowercase q, lowercase b, capital Q, capital L, capital N, or to uh, my cash app, dollar sign, Shoggoth. <laughs> you fucking dickhead. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, you can send Bitcoin to my cash app at Shoggoth, too, so... <laughs> That's, you're insane. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. All right. Bye. <laughs>